What is up, everyone? Welcome to this edition of There Can Only Be One, the podcast that puts together the all-star best-of playlist of your favorite bands and artists. Now, I am excited for this one, but not because I picked the band, and not because my lovely wife, Carrie, picked the band. By the way, Everyone say hello to my lovely wife, Carrie. Carrie, say hi. Hi. (laughs) I'm here. Here I am. (laughs) No, this is one of those rare times when we actually have a listener request. Dave Chonaki at Drum5150 chimed in and said, I would love to hear what you guys would pick from... He listed a few bands. I said, hey, you know what? Our Lady Peace is in that band or in that group of listings. I could get behind that. So here we are today. We are about to go through the Our Lady Peace discography, specifically 10 albums from Our Lady Peace. As always, we are not covering compilations or live albums. By the way, if you want to be cool like Dave, because he picked this band, so that makes him cool, you can find us at social media at only one cast, or you can go to our website at notthatbadcast.com. Please drop us a line. Let us know what artists you would love us to cover because you know what i like a challenge so come on let's hear what you want us to talk about because that'd be cool also we have a number of chime-ins from social media for this episode including uh from mark from the performance anxiety podcast justin gochier shannon zito sherry thomas and of course dave chonaki so we're going to be shouting them out throughout the show with their picks as well now carrie before we get into this obviously we're a couple of canadian idiots in a basement with microphones well you are okay so i'm the idiot (laughs) you're just the canadian in a basement with a microphone equally dangerous a but but when it comes to our lady piece because this is really kind of our music era jam were you excited to go down this road I'm not going to lie. I I mean, radio did these guys good, right? But I was actually surprised at how many hits that they had. You know, it's like there was a time where you would turn on the radio and you'd be guaranteed to hit an Our Lady Peace song. And it was never really the same song twice. So they have a lot to oh, yeah. choose from. Like, obviously over 10 albums, but... It, it was almost like when I started this process, I was like, oh yeah, that, oh, and then there's that song and oh, this is good. And Mm -hmm. it became very challenging to choose just one. More on that later. It wasn't just radio either. Much music. I mean, this is peak much music era. This is when much music was the everything to music in Canada and they got played a ton and deservedly so deservedly so have you ever seen them live no this is this is a bucket list band i have never seen our lady peace live and that is a failure on my part (laughs) i I have failed our lady peace i am sorry i agree and i truly hope that they are still touring they're not they're not a band that you see pop up often like well the other thing too and I realize this with with certain bands is that they could be out there touring and unless you're actively looking for them, uh, it's hard sometimes because unfortunately radio these days don't necessarily pump up those performances, which is a shame because some of these bands that you loved 
from like the 90s and the early 2000s, they're still out there and they're still pumping it and kicking it and, you know, go support them. I always wonder, like, I mean, aside from having, you know, um, pop-ups sent to us because we like the band's pages, but Mm -hmm. I heard recently that like Justin Bieber did a surprise uh, concert in downtown Toronto and it's like, well, how how exactly does that work? Or most concerts are becoming surprise pop-ups. Yeah. If, if there is a band and you know they're still together, follow their socials. Like, seriously, follow them so you can support them. Go see the band before you can't see the band. Because then you're sitting there going, I should have seen the band. Go see the damn band. But let's start our journey here on March 22nd, 1994, and the release of their debut album, Navid. The band at this point is Rain Maida on vocals, Jeremy Taggart on drums, Mike Turner on guitar, and Chris Ekrit on bass. And I apologize if I mess up any names. Remember, I put the disclaimer on this already. Me, idiot, basement, microphone. I am evil. Here we go. Also, should be noted that on the song Denied on this CD, Phil... X, currently with Bon Jovi, who's also X Triumph and Racer X, did the solo on that one, so there's some guitar mastery on that. The album peaked at number 12 in Canada, and it's four times platinum in Canada. There were six singles off of this one. You said radio did them justice. Six singles off of this. Starseed hit number 42 on the Canadian charts and number seven on the U.S. mainstream charts, and Navid hit number four on the Canadian rock charts. Justin Gauthier, Dave, Mark, and Sherry all picked Starseed. So now, one album, four picks for Starseed. What is your pick off of the Navid debut album? You know what's hilarious? I wrote Starseed down mm-hmm. as I was listening to it, and then I scratched it out. Because, <laughs> because I listened through the entire CD, and then I was like, but wait. That would have been the obvious choice. And another song just hit me hard. Like, it it was high energy. Um, it has a great beat. So I wrote down Neon Crossing. Oh, that's a good song. It's a great song. I freaking love that song. It literally, like, it totally won me over. Oh, um, yeah. From from picking the obvious. Um <laughs> So I had to scratch out Starseed. I'm sorry, guys. I do agree with you, obviously, because I wrote it down. But then I went uh, I went Neon Crossing. There were a few songs on this that really, you know, perk up the ears every time. And yeah, Starseed's always going to be in the mix. I also like Birdman, too. Uh, Neon Crossing. Julia is also a really great track off of this. But if you know me, and you know me, and listeners, if you've been listening to this show, you know me. I'm a bassist. So all, when you start a song, yeah, it's Navid. I'm going with the title track off of this one. It's such a killer bass riff. Freaking love this bass riff. Like, for days and any time, like, the minute I think Our Lady Peace, that's the riff that enters my head. It may not be my pick for the only one, but at least on this album, absolutely for sure, it's my pick. It's not da da. No, that's the next yeah. album. <laughs> I know, but when I when I think 
Our Lady Peace, that automatically pops in my head. That would be a fascinating question. Like if you if you were to pop up a question of someone saying, I'm going to name you a band and what is the first riff that enters your head? Not necessarily the first song or the first lyric, the first riff. And for mm. me, for Our Lady Peace, it's that bass intro riff off of Navid. For Anthrax, it's got the time. I could see that. <laughs> I could just, very, very easily see but that. But it's an interesting question. Yeah, because, and that's the thing. The opening riff might not necessarily be the rest of the song that does it for you, but sometimes the opening riff is enough to catch you. You know, it's interesting you mention opening riff, and especially for this album, I actually wrote like... Um, like extended intros like each one of the songs had an incredible build-up mm-hmm. musically and then the song may or may not change from the intro so I found myself like almost okay like forgetting you know the past 30 seconds of music <laughs> and then starting from where the vocals kick in yeah no it's there is a lot of good songwriting in this and of course like when it's your first album now admittedly we did not cover their demo release because i can't find it but when when you have that first album come out like these are the songs that you have been crafting almost your entire life and you get to put it out there and these songs are probably you know maybe started out as something and then built into what you got on the album i i, I wish i had seen them live like the more i was going through this the more i'm regretting that 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 not seeing them at that time but now we move on to arguably their biggest album that's clumsy released january 23rd 1997 we have a member change now duncan coots is now on bass the album hit number one in canada number 76 in the u.s it's platinum in the u.s and diamond in canada so that's the real deal there were five singles off this one clumsy peaked highest hitting number one on the canadian charts and number five on the u.s alternative charts we have a cross section of picks here so dave and Shannon all went with 4am Mark went with Carnival Justin went with Clumsy and Sherry picked Automatic Flowers so off of Clumsy what did you go with? Oh, those are all great songs and this album is a total banger like mm-hmm. from start to finish I completely agree with all of those picks and actually most specifically I also chose 4am mm. and that's just because I think because lyrically it's just I've always loved this song. Like every time radio plays it, if it's on, I'm like cranking it up yeah, this, to 11. This might be one of the most sing-songy songs when, you know, as far as their full discography goes. Like it's the minute it's on the radio, I am singing along with it. Absolutely. I mean, and yes, it's my pick. I'm not even going to like sit there and try to hide it on by listing a few other songs. No, 4am is my pick on this one as well. But there were two other songs on this that really perked my ears up. The first one is Automatic Flowers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love that song. The other one's Hello Oscar. There was something about the groove on this one that just really hooked me on it. I mean, when you think about the bass line that Duncan Coots puts in, obviously, Navid had a very specific bass tone to it. So here, it's almost like Duncan Coots is like putting his flag you know, in the sand saying, this is how the bass is going to sound. Hello, Oscar is a phenomenal track, but you're right. 4 a.m. really above everything else. 
We now move on to Happiness is Not a Fish That You Can Catch. The album was released September 21st, 1999 and hit number one in Canada and number 69 in the U.S. It is triple platinum up here in the Great White North. There were four singles off of this one. One Man Army hit number one on the Canadian rock charts and number 13 on the U.S. alternative charts. Now, Dave ended up going with Potato Girl. Mark and Shannon went with One Man Army, and Sherry and Justin both picked Is Anybody Home? So off of Happiness is Not a Fish that You Can Catch, which I don't know if that has been scientifically proven or not, but we'll go with it. What is your pick? Okay, I love the title of the album. (laughs) I just love it. It just makes me smile. Um, I went with Thief. Okay. It's catchy. It's singable. Like, it's, I just really enjoy this song. Thief is one of those songs, too, that kind of fits into that 4 a.m. pocket. Like, it's very sing-alongable in the car. And it is also my pick as well. So that's two albums in a row where we've got the same pick. Wow, that's rare. I I do have to give uh, Stealing Babies a a bit of a shout-out because I do like some of the the jazz drumming that that went into that. But it is. This is not as easy an album to get into as much as Clumsy or Navid. Um, There are still some great songs on here, but for me, yes, absolutely, it's Thief, for sure. We now move on to the 2000s and the release of Spiritual Machines, released on December 12th of 2000. We have a member note on this one. Jamie Edwards played rhythm guitar and keys off of this, and Matt Cameron from Pearl Jam did drums on Right Behind You Mafia and Are You Sad because Jeremy Taggart at the time was suffering from an ankle injury, and Jeremy Taggart and Matt Cameron were were apparently friends, so it worked out well that Matt was able to come in and help the band out on the recording process. The album peaked at number five in Canada and is number 81 in the U.S. It is double platinum here in Canada. There were three singles off of this one. Life hit number 27 on the U.S. alternative charts. Now, Dave went with Made to Heal. Mark picked Are You Sad? Justin went with Life and Sherry picked Right Behind You Mafia. So we have another decent cross-section of picks here. First of all, Spiritual Machines, it's a bit of a different album. How did you feel about this album as you were listening to it coming off of things like clumsy and happiness well i did note that i am definitely not going with if you believe i just felt that the vocals on this one was way too much like it was just it was almost like it was almost kind of like their experimental song like let's you know let's try this out let's let's I don't know, throw it again, throw the slice of spaghetti against the wall and see if it sticks. Like, because it was so different and it was just like, whoa, wait, whoa, way, way too much. Um, but I agree with Justin. I went with life. It's a good song. It's, it's absolutely a song. good song. It should be noted too that this album, you know, to quote Wikipedia here, although not initially intended, the project evolved into a conceptual interpretation of futurist and inventor Raymond Kurzweil's 1999 book, The Age of Spiritual Machines. So that's where a lot of those speaking tracks are coming from. So it is, in essence, almost a, a concept album, if you will. I find it interesting that we have a number of songs already picked off of this and none of them are my pick. Ooh. My pick is actually in repair. Every time 
I listened to this album. And yeah, Life, sure, it got some radio play and there are other songs that are kind of out there. But In Repair, and maybe it's because when I think about Radiohead, and this is, whenever I listen to this album, that's the direct uh, correlation that I draw. I hear this album, I think Radiohead. In Repair, to me, feels like the best of Radiohead. What I found about life is I really loved the strength of it. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just incredibly powerful. And you know what? I, I, it, it, it really, that one stuck with me. Yeah. All of them. Life is very much a, you can picture that one being almost like a, a rally cry at the end of a live show kind of song for, for in repair for me, I think it's the, the, the chord progressions. I think it's the keyboards. I think it's almost the dramatic, almost cinematic feel to the song. We now move on to Gravity, released June 18th in 2002. There's a few member notes on this here. First, Steve Mazur is providing guitar work on the album. Mike Turner at this point has been replaced, but he does have some of the guitar work on the album. So Steve Mazur, this is when he joins the band. Also, this is the first album in Our Lady Peace's discography that is not produced by Arnold Lonnie. Instead, this one was produced by none other than Bob Rock. The album peaked at number two in Canada, number nine in the US, and number 24 in New Zealand. It's double platinum in Canada and gold in the US. There were three singles off of this one. Somewhere Out There peaked at number one in Canada and number seven on the US alternative charts. Now, Dave picked All For You, Mark went with Bring Back The Sun, Sherry and Justin picked Innocent, and Shannon went with Somewhere Out There. So again, we got a four song stretch here on this one. Off of Gravity, what did you go with? I really wanted to pick somewhere out there, but then I heard All For You. Mm. And the staccato vocals and the interesting timing really got to me. And I was like, okay, this this is a great song. Every now and then when we're doing these shows, I look at an album and I take a look at the, the song list on it. And I don't even have to re-listen to the album because one song stands out from that album. And for me, it's not enough. If you remember going back to our Candlebox episode and we talked about uh, their song Alive at Last, how the guitars almost had a string type feel to them, the way they would swell in and whatnot. Not enough with the swelling guitars on this. We've said it before. Candlebox is one of my favorite bands of all time. And Not Enough almost feels like a disappearing in airports era Candlebox song, even though this album came out like 15 or 14 years prior to disappearing in airports. So for me, Not Enough is definitely my pick. Moving on, we get to August 30th, 2005, and the release of Healthy in Paranoid Times. The album hit number two in Canada and number 45 in the US, and it's platinum in Canada. There were three singles off of this one. Angels Losing Sleep peaked the highest at number one on the Canadian rock charts. And Where Are You hit number three on the Canadian rock charts and number 28 in the U.S. alternative charts. Now, Dave and Justin both went with Angels Losing Sleep. Mark went with Apology. And Sherry picked Will the Future Blame Us. So off of Healthy and Paranoid Times, what did you go with? I went with... (laughs) I went with the world on a string and the note that I wrote down is that it was catchy 
It's kind of like a sitcom jingle. <laughs> I never thought of anyone comparing Our Lady Peace to a sitcom jingle. I mean, I mean the Bare Naked Ladies, of course, Maybe. obviously, yeah. <laughs> because of the Big Bang Theory. But I don't know. I, I never would picture Our Lady Peace being a, you know, even compared to a sitcom intro. But why not? It literally, I, I listened to it two times and I was like, okay, yeah. Like I could see this being on like, and I'm talking like, you know, late 80s, early 90s sitcom, like, Full House or like <laughs> Family Ties or something. Right. I mean, I, I'll be honest about this album. It kind of feels a little all over the place. I mean, there are some great songs on here. But in doing the research and, and when you read about some of the problems that they had with the the recording of this, like their tempers were flaring, people were getting fired. Like this, apparently, according to you know all my researches, was not a happy recording time for the band. But that said, Angels Losing Sleep still comes out and stands out from this album. There are some great songs on here, like Picture Live in Toronto, really kind of perked my ears as well. But yes, right off the bat, opening track angels losing sleep it is a good album but it's more like a shotgun approach to your vibes as opposed to something like like gravity where you almost had a unified sound to it next up we get to burn burn released july 21st 2009 the album actually produced by rain Maida himself and released independently it hit number three in canada number six on the u.s indie charts and number 41 on the billboard 200 there were three singles off of this one all you did was save my life hit number two on the canadian alternative charts and number four on the canadian rock charts and number 36 on the u.s alternative charts now dave went with paper moon mark went with monkey brains Justin picked All You Did Was Save My Life, and Sherry picked The End Is Where We Begin. So off of Burn Burn, what have you got on your list? I almost want to ask what you have first. Oh, I'll tell you straight up, and this one was a no-brainer. I got monkey brains on my list. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it because it's so bassy and mm. manic and I absolutely oh, loved it. This this song <laughs> I like, knew it. Honestly, if you listened to this and you didn't know it was Our Lady Peace, you would sit there and go, Is Flea in a new band? Right? Like there is some fantastic bass work on this song. This is, do you know, this is the third song we've agreed on. Wow. I know. <laughs> that rarely happens. Normally when we do these shows, I sit there and say, you and I listen to music very, very differently. So now I get to say, you and I listen to Our Lady Peace very, very similarly. <laughs> it's so, I'm I'm actually blown away. But I'm not surprised you picked this song. I, I, I had a note. I'm like, ask Jay first. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I'm just going to read what I wrote down here. Holy bass. This song is almost a funk explosion. Oh, I like it. Funk explosion. <laughs> a funk explosion. And again, I don't know if anyone ever sit there and say Our Lady Peace funk explosion, but Our Lady Peace funk explosion and monkey brains all over the place. <laughs> anyone who randomly tunes into what we talk about like, is probably sitting there going, "What? What the f- music show did we turn into? Monkey brains all over the place and who?" <laughs> 
I'm here for it, though. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we now move on to Curve, released April 3rd, 2012. This is the last album to feature Jeremy Taggart on drums, leaving Rain Maida as the only original member of Our Lady Peace. The album peaked at number nine in Canada and number 26 on the U.S. alternative charts. There were two singles off of this one. Heavyweight hit number one on the Canadian rock charts. Dave went with As Fast As You Can, Justin went with If This Is It, and Sherry picked Fire in the Hen House. And I'm not going to lie, I agree with Sherry on this one. Fire in the Hen House is, personal opinion, best song on the album. I Again, I found this one a little bit harder to get into. Uh, Heavyweight just didn't do it for me, but Fire in the Hen House, solid song. But what have you got? <laughs> I actually, I completely agree. Whew. This This album took me two full listens through and fire in the hen house intrigued me mm-hmm. like i kept coming back to it but then inevitably i wrote down heavyweight okay so i think it was kind of like eh, you know the album upon first listen didn't do a thing for me and i doubled back and i was like okay i've got to pick one of these songs mm-hmm. there's got to be something that stands out and yeah, it was it was literally between those two. And I think there's something to be said about the fact that no matter whether you like the full album of a band or not, there's always going to be those little gems in the rough, right? Everyone has that favorite band. And then of that band, every band has that album where you sit there and go, eh. if this is that case, there are still gems on this album. Again, Fire in the Hen House, phenomenal song. Heavyweight, great song as well, too. Um, But not their best album, admittedly. We got two more to go off this one. Somethingness is where we start off. The album half released on August 25th, 2017 as volume one and only part of the songs were released. And then the full album was released February 23rd, 2018. Jason Pierce is now the drummer for Our Lady Peace on this album. He previously came over from Evans Blue and Treble Charger, and he also toured with Rain's wife, Chantal Kraviatsik. The album peaked number 29 in Canada. There was one single off of this one, Drop Me in the Water, hit number eight on the Canadian rock charts. Dave went with Ballad of a Poet, Justin went with Falling Into Place, and Sherry picked Drop Me in the Water. And I'm going to go to you off of somethingness. What did you go with? It was nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you go with? (laughs) It was nice to meet you. (laughs) Yeah, that was my pick. There's an interesting section on this album. And I need to talk about this here because we have talked in the past about that three album run, right? Three albums back to back to back, all killer, no filler. Somethingness is not that album, but there are three songs in a row on this where it almost felt like the three songs put together felt like a story, felt like like a like a section in a movie. It starts with Ballad of a Poet, and then it goes to Hiding Place for Hearts, and then it goes for Drop Me in the Water, and those three songs are all fantastic, but I ended up going with Ballad of a Poet off of this. It's but that three album the the three song section Ballad of a Poet Hiding Place for Hearts and Drop Me in the Water that's a nice spot to be on this album. I think it's so interesting. Like I stand alone with Nice to Meet You. Yeah, I actually really like it. I mean, I really find it's enjoyable. Um, it, it's just so damn catchy. Like 
after I listened, I kept kind of humming it. Even though I didn't really know the words, I just kind of kept singing it. It was the first time that I ever listened to it, and yet it was the one that kind of stuck with me and became like an earworm. Mm -hmm. There's a cool rhythm to drop me in the water, and there were times I'm like, this is the song. This is absolutely the song. And But then there were times during some of the little breakdowns, I'm like, this is no longer the song. Ballad of a Poet kept me all the way through. All the way through. We now get to the final album in the Our Lady Peace discography, thus far because of course there are times when we do the episode and then like months later the band comes out with an album and we're like oh well i guess we're going to have to go and revisit that at some point in time well you never know maybe there'll be like a 30 year anniversary or something like anniversary that anniversary reunion tour i would well i don't know if they do reunion tour and get the original lineup back but you have to think that something's going to happen this being the 30th year of navid which also navid is 30 years old and I am now all of a sudden feeling older. But let's get back to the journey before we start going down gray hair road here. Spiritual Machines 2, released October 29th, 2021, originally only is an NFT, a non-fungible token, with a full release later in April 2022. Mike Turner actually returned to play some guitar and work on the track RMK4 Escape Velocity, mainly because Rain Maida said, it would be weird to do a Spiritual Machines 2 and not have Mike Turner back in the fold for at least some part of it because he was such an instrumental part of the first part one. So here we go. Mike Turner returns to do a little bit of work on this one. Two singles off of this one. Stop Making Stupid People Famous featuring Pussy Riot hit number four on the Canadian rock charts. Dave picked Run. Justin went with Wish You Well. And Sherry picked Stop Making Stupid People Famous. I also picked Stop Making Stupid People Famous, not just because it's the most honest track title in the history of track titles, but there's something about the duet between Our Lady Peace and Pussy Riot that just really came across on this one. The groove is great. The harmonies are phenomenal. Like, love this song. What did you go with? I wanted to pick that song based on the title alone, but I agree with Dave. I went with Run, mm -hmm. and I found that this song had a real Beck vibe. I can see that. And so it really, like, of all of the songs, it was the standout. Mm -hmm. I will say, too, some of the spoken word parts in this as well, um, those came across a lot better than the original spiritual machines i don't know if it was the production or whatever the case may be but i found i was really fascinated with those little bits like um the turing test one really blew my mind uh of course rk3 ubi again that really piqued my mind because I, I i'll admit i i have nothing wrong with the idea of universal universal basic income and of course i'm also a massive sci-fi geek so the idea of the turing test really piqued my interest by the way if you haven't read the turing test by harry harrison go read the turing test by harry harrison phenomenal book um but it's it, i think this one was a much better overall concept style album than spiritual machines volume one but i think some of the song selections were better on volume one so you know you get a little bit of both to put the two together and that's kind of cool I'd be curious if they would ever do like some kind of multimedia presentation of both Spiritual Machine albums. That would be fascinating. All right, Carrie, 
Thank you for this. And Dave, by the way, thank you for picking Our Lady Peace. Now, before we go, Carrie, please remind our listeners what songs you picked. And then, if there can only be one Our Lady Peace song from 10 studio albums, what song is it? Oh, I'm ready. I am so ready for the only one. But from going back to 94 from Navid, I picked Neon Crossing from the Clumsy album 4AM. Happiness is a fish that you can catch. I stole away the thief song. Um, That was really bad. (laughs) Uh, From Spiritual Machines, I picked Life. From Gravity, I picked All For You. From Healthy in Paranoid Times, I picked The World on a String. From Burn Burn, Monkey Brains. From Curve, I picked Heavyweight. Somethingness, it's nice to meet you. And Spiritual Machines 2, I chose Run. And if there could only be one. Well, don't you have to go through your list no, first? No, you drop your one first. Uh, are you sure? Have you not been here before? <laughs> You've been here before. What What's am I the, new? What, what is that song? <laughs> uh, my only one is 4AM. Oh, great song. Without a doubt. So for me, off of the 30-year-old Navid album, I went with the title track Navid. From 1997's Clumsy, I went with 4AM. From Happiness is Not a Fish That You Can Catch, I went with Thief. From Spiritual Machines, I went with In Repair. Off of Gravity, I went with Not Enough. From Healthy in Paranoid Times, I went with Angels Losing Sleep. From Burn Burn, I went with the funk explosion that is Monkey Brains. From Curve, I went with Fire in the Hen House. Off of Somethingness, I went with Ballad of a Poet. And off of Spiritual Machines 2, I went with Stop Making Stupid People Famous, something I wish the world would do. But if there can only be one, and before I drop my only one, I'm going to remind you that if you want to hear the songs that we are talking about, you can go to our website at notthatbadcast.com. Go to the There Can Only Be One page where you're going to see not just the episode, but also the playlists of the songs that we have picked so you can hear for yourself what we are talking about. So when I say Funk Explosion, you know what a Funk Explosion sounds like. This was tough as hell. Because, and I'm basically stalling at this point, because there were two songs and they are on opposite sides of the coin and I should be holding a coin right now and flipping it like it's the freaking Super Bowl. It's either Navid or Not Enough. I did not see that coming. And I'm I'm flipping. I literally thought it'd be like 4 a.m. and monkey brains for you. No, 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 it's, 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 I don't even know you. It's Navid or not enough. And Mm. a lot of it depends on the mood, but I'm actually going to go with not enough off of this one more because I think of the candle box feel of the song. But I mean, on either, on any day, it could be either one of those two songs, but I'm going to, I'm going to put my flag in the ground and say not enough i would say why choose but there can only be one (laughs) but i made the damn show and i made the damn rules and now i have to live by the damn rules i suck anyways gary thank you so much dave chernacki thank you so much for suggesting this episode and to our listeners if you want to suggest an episode you know where to find us on social media at only one cast or go to our website at notthatbadcast.com and if you like internet radio you can listen to our show streaming 24 hours a day seven days a week completely free on the live 365 app until next 
time. She's Carrie. I'm Jay. You guys are awesome. This is There Can Only Be One, a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.